Psalm 105, verses 1 and 5. Give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name. Make known among the nations what he has done. Remember the wonders he has done, his miracles, and the judgments he pronounced. I believe I was a relatively new Christian in my 40s, and I was invited to this conference in uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico. And of course, I went, and it was meant to be spiritual. I think that was the come on, and um, I knew some of the people that were putting it on, so I went. And it turns out that there might have been 30 people there. And as far as I could tell in mingling with the crowds, that the one uh, religious expression that was not really all that welcome there was the Christian Christianity, Christian, the right. Christian viewpoint, the worldview, whatever you want to call it, the, the truth, uh, the biblical worldview. And I, I wouldn't say I was shocked. I was amazed that mm. spirituality had uh, been sort of discounted a little bit in the church as the kind of uh, first cousin to Jesus and God in, within the Christian church. And that the, the spirituality had, you know, seeped out into the world and taken all of these different forms, which is talked about in terms of uh, all of these tribes that, you know, all had a kind of a different ex- religious spiritual expression. And it had happened, this was probably a good sort of canvas of what was happening in the culture in right. the United States, particularly in the West. Mm-hmm. fascinating and it's interesting to me that in progressivism or in inclusivism everything is allowed except for the voice that says we think we might have a hold on the truth i mean i understand why people get anxious about that because it's been you know people have used that as a bully pulpit and they've abused that but uh, it's it's hard, it, because, especially because the claims of Scripture are that there is one God. There is no other. You know, like it says here in today's Scripture, make known among the nations what he has done. Remember the wonders, and that's similar to this phrase that's repeated throughout the Old Testament. It goes something like that all the peoples of earth may know that the Lord, that Yahweh is God. There is no other. There seems to be a importance in these Old Testament narratives about the reputation of God among the nations, among the gods of the nations. And if you think about it, in the ancient world, there were all these kind of local gods. And then Yahweh comes on the scene as the one true God, the maker of heaven and earth. And so there had to be this truth declaration wherever God's people went, they had to go out and declare, you know what? This is, this is the one true God's the only God. All the other gods are false. And that's an offensive declaration, if you think about it. If, if you're a believer in one of those other gods, you're offended by that. Right. That doesn't mean it's not true. It's just offensive, right? It's, it's, it's going to come and, and have to persuade. People are going to have to be persuaded that this is the one true God. And that's kind of still the story today. Like you were just talking about with your own life and nowadays, you know, to sit around. Can you imagine these kids sitting around college? dining hall tables 
and kind of sheepishly looking over their food tray saying, I believe there's one God and it's the God of the Bible. You know, that's probably not a very popular opinion around college tables these days, but it's the truth. It's the capital T truth. Yeah, I, I want to uh, re- read a few things I wrote in, in Signpost about this. So I write, I was struck by the sense of sheer desperation underlining this spiritual melange because their faith seemed to be built on subjectivity as if to say God is real if he slash she is real to me. I am the author of my own life. It is my right to define God in any way that I want to. Furthermore, I love everyone except those I believe are enemies. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And then, of course, there's Paul in Athens. Uh, And it's kind of a... a, uh, an expression of how you uh, defeat the doubt uh, in terms of who God is when he uh, tells the people there that uh, they are very religious people. I see that in every way you are very religious, for I have walked around and looked at your objects of worship. I even found an altar with this inscription to an unknown God, and that's found in Acts. Um, I think that he was looking for a way to open their minds a little bit to what you had just said, Nathan, that uh, there is only one God. It's what the Bible says, but you repeat it. And it's really troubling. I mean, because I I would say I was a relatively new Christian at that time, and I felt really fairly uh, out of place, number one, but also... I didn't want to offend. I mean, these people were nice. Uh, they were interesting, uh, you know, all of the things. And so mm-hmm. I wanted to be polite. Right, of course. Yeah. And and that's that's actually a kind of a disease within the church, I think. Well, I don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. 